Blog Talk Radio. Hey, thank you guys for listening and watching the Alt Perform Show, the show about performing your best in business and life. You know, I forgot to ask you how do you pronounce your last name, Zara. Today we have Zara with us. Zara Gennard. Gennard. Zara Gennard. You know, I purposely, uh, a lot of the time, will say people's names wrong. Okay. So people like pay more attention. Them. Yes, people <laughs> pay more attention. Like, but now they're in. Now they're paying attention. Okay. This time I did because I had no idea. I looked at it. I'm like, how do you say that? Could you said so many different ways. It's French. So I think, I mean, I don't speak French, so I'm probably going to butcher it even in its own language, but technically I think it will be Guinard, mm. but in English, Guinard. Now, why do you have a French name? Um, so I am French, German, Czech, and Irish, and I actually used to have two last names, and that was just a handful, and so I got rid of Bachman, so I used to have a French and German last name, mm. um, and my first name my mom made up, it's from Balthazar, so I'm just kind of all over the map. It's a cool name, cool name. <laughs> Um, yeah, I had, I had like a longer name and I shortened it, uh, but we didn't do it legally. And so when, when they put in the, the measures, like you had to show all the stuff, my ID didn't match my birth certificate. And that was hell trying mm. to get it from New York. I was yeah. Going to New York. I, I legally did everything. You get it though. Mm-hmm. You get it. I had to go to court and legally change my name. And the judge was like easy about it. And then it wasn't good enough. And I had to go back and get another I don't remember what had to be changed, and they fixed it like that for me. Like, here, take it. Yeah, my last name was so long, I used to joke that, like, people would be starting the test, and I would still be filling in the bubbles with my whole last name. My full name is Zara Alexandra Gennard Bachman, and I've shortened it to Zara Alexandra Gennard. (laughs) Oh, good. There you go. There you go. (laughs) So that's my name. (laughs) So tell us, what what are you up to? You're going after the Maxim cover girl. Tell Mm -hmm. us a little bit about your past, like what you've done, uh, talking about triathlons and whatnot. So I was a professional triathlete for about six years. Um, I did my first triathlon ever in college my freshman year, and it was in 2010 in Lake Havasu, and I was so slow. I love Lake Havasu. <laughs> yeah, I didn't so get hot, I didn't get to I really party. So like no. I, I didn't really party as much. I mean, people always go like, "Oh, you went to University of Arizona, it's a party school," and I was like, "Oh no, I was a nerd and an athlete, and pretty much just studied and trained." Um, but I did my first race. It was super slow. Everyone on the bike passed me because I had no cycling skills at all, but I finished and everyone was kind of like, how did it go Zara? Like they were all kind of nervous to ask me because my time. I went, I ran a two fifty eight, So two minutes shy of three hours. And I was just, two fifty eight. I was okay. just like jacked so that, up. No, wait, no, no, wait, wait. Now a lot of professionals will do this. They'll skip. Why is what's the big deal? So that's you, two, you two hours. Yeah. Oh, you're like, that's awesome. And so, I'm like, because I'm keen to it. I'm like, well, what does that mean? Who two cares? hours and 58 minutes um, is a long time to be on an Olympic race course. <laughs> so I like buckled down. I decided like I was super all in on triathlon and I did a bunch over the summer. And then the next year in 2011, when I went back, I dropped 30 minutes off my time, which is like huge for a race that takes that took me three hours the first time to have dropped 30 minutes off was like a really big deal and then yeah, I just was, kept progressing from there so well, you're always running when I look when I do look at your Instagram <laughs> you're always running in your 
I do, <coughs> I'll run with backpacks or run, I'll trail run, but I do not run as long or as frequently as you do. And you I just don't want to. I want to lift weights, I want to do something else. Well, and I do that too, that's the problem, and that's why I did triathlon, and I did three sports, because in mm-hmm. high school, I swam and I ran, and my coaches really wanted me to pick one or the other, and I kind of refused. My mom was always like, no, just do both, just do both. Yeah, because I saw that on your bio, yeah. I, I really love doing everything. I don't like to narrow myself so, like I love trail running right now my hobbies really are like trail running cycling hiking rock climbing yoga and lifting I would say are the top when dancing was open I would love country dancing too but that's not really a you thing right dancing. now that's true, that's true. <laughs> so you, you you got it down the time down mm-hmm. right and then you decided oh I want to be a triathlete um so I just kept competing and kept racing and um, in 2012, I went to Miami and it was like the weekend of my 21st birthday. And I still remember my birthday was Thursday and the race was Sunday. And I went out to dinner with my mom and grandma and my mom like had to convince me to have a alcoholic drink. She's like, it's your 21st birthday. Like you're fine. We go just have a drink. And your like, mom, no, your mom, mom to give you peer pressure. my mom never drinks. Like my mom does not drink at all. And she's trying to convince me to have a drink. I'm like, no mom, I have a race. This is really important. I can't have a drink. And then I finally ordered one, and it was kind of a non-event because we didn't even ask for my ID. So. Oh, well, what did you order? But I think it was a pina colada. That's we went because we were we were in Miami, and drink. you know we went oh, to like a little sense. like little Cuban restaurant, and um, it was either no, it was mojito. I think it was mojito, but. Yeah. It was good. I don't. I think it I was, was like. A tropical drink. I think I felt guilty yeah. the whole time I drank drink, it. Right. right. But that weekend, I qualified for my pro card. So what that means is there's a few different ways you can qualify as a professional, and that means that you get to race with the pros. You're eligible for prize money. Um, and the way I qualified was there's like A, B, C, D. It keeps going, and I qualified in the A. So I was top three in a race of – I don't want – I'm going to make these numbers up. I'd have to look at the USAT website to be absolutely sure, but it's Just top three in, in a, a race of thousands, like – there was at least 3,000 people in that race. Mm-hmm. Um, and I was third female overall. You have to race on the same course as the pros, and there has to be a certain num- like certain size prize money for the pros. So that has to be a big enough race that shows that you are actually like worthy of obtaining that pro card. Okay. That, so that was my junior year of college. And then finished out my senior year, was pretty competitive racing. The rest of my junior year and that summer, I raced as an amateur. And then I accepted my pro card my senior year and then um, finished college, graduated Magna Cum Laude. I was deemed like every semester, total, like I was a total nerd. I still am a total nerd. You don't seem like a nerd. The goal that you have, you're going after. But, but it doesn't really, then, matter. It doesn't really matter anymore anyway. I mean, just in a few years, it's changed. Like, you yeah. can be whatever you are and do go after whatever you want. Right. So, and then that kind of took off, and I kept going as a professional athlete and did that until March of 2017 when I decided to retire. So. And now why did you decide to retire? Um, I retired because it had been – anyone who's done triathlons, even as like an amateur, knows how much time you put in and mm. how much you have to sacrifice. So, you know, in my early 20s, I really didn't go out and party – I, you know, if I hung out with friends, I'd leave by 10 o'clock because, like, Saturday and Sunday were my big, like, training days, and 
I was training, just training, 25 hours a week. So that's just my moving time. So it was part-time so, job. But, I mean, you consider just your moving time. So that's like literally the time I get in the water to the time I get out of the water. Oh, that doesn't include driving to the pool, showering eating after, ready. driving home, eating. 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 Like, I would go and do... Eating. I would go do full days up in Park City. Um, I'd start at Echo Reservoir, and I'd swim for like 45 minutes an hour open water. I'd go for a four-hour bike ride, ride all the way to Camus and back, and then <laughs> and then I'd have like from a 40 where? from Echo Reservoir to Camus and back, yeah. and then um, and then I'd have like a 40-minute swim, and then I'd finish that and drive back home. So even just driving up there and back is two and hours. I'm sure. I was tired. Right? And then Sunday was usually a long run where I'd have to go run like an hour and a half to two hours and go for like an hour swim. So I just, I felt that I wasn't living the balanced life I really wanted. Like I, I, there, I think there's a spectrum, especially in fitness. Like people can be, people can find a happy balance where their body feels good. They move well, they hit all their goals. They have their aesthetic goals and they just feel good. And then you have like the opposite end of the spectrum, the people who just sit on their couches all day don't do anything like wake up in the morning their body hurts they like don't feel good like mm, when did walk upstairs and then you have the other opposite end of the spectrum which is where i was at which is like every single day you are grinding mm-hmm. and that's not healthy either because i would wake up i had so much like back and neck pain and like yeah. every morning your body hurts but you're like well some other girl's training harder than i am so i have to get up and go too <laughs> so really it was it was a combination of wanting to have a more balanced life, wanting to pursue other things um, and just kind of losing the passion for it when you do it something mm. that intensely without a ton of support, you know, it just, it gets mm. hard and it's hard to do things by yourself. Like I really, that's one thing that I focus on my life now is my community and the people I have around me. And um, I can honestly say that like without the friendships, and family relationships I have right now, like, I don't think I would be as happy as I am. Like, I find myself a lot happier, even though I'm not pursuing such, like, a huge athletic endeavor, but I'm happier because of, like, the connections and relationships I have with people. Deep? Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I, uh, I'm thinking about my life. I meant, I forgot to mention that I will, I'll talk to and bring up stuff about my life because I prep people before the show, like, for a half hour. Um but I have a I'm trying to like watch the show. I know. So I have a a, a friend that's a woman mm-hmm. that uh, makes a lot of money, right? But they're not happy, and then they just started making money. She talks about how unhappy she is, mm-hmm. and uh, but she's always like driven, and everyone else has to like. Not only does she have to do that, but everyone else has to meet that goal. Otherwise, they're lacking too. Mm-hmm. It's really interesting. Like what I've noticed, what I've noticed with people, why people are unhappy, is that if, if they, like I was talking to a friend uh, yesterday, another friend, and he was, he was talking about how he noticed people are being inconsiderate, right? And he was like just mad, right? He he lives right next to my parents. Like he keeps an eye on them, which is really awesome. Like I got a, I rented a place right next to him, mm-hmm. so he's like, he's like the extra person that watches them, <laughs> keeps an eye on them. Being so yeah. like uh, people are honking at him, being rude, whatever. And I was like, well, I actually noticed the exact opposite. And I and I can talk to him about this. I didn't at the moment because he's a bad mood, <laughs> but I will. But he's he was like mad, like he was really like angry at his ex. His ex is giving him a hard time, but mm-hmm. I noticed like. If you have this angst 
in your life in certain areas, it carries over to other areas. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I, I'm not always happy, go lucky. Hey, oh, how it's are hard. you? It's hard right? to be. <laughs> but I try to be. Like I try to talk to everyone around me and pass on like what you were talking about, the kindness and compassion, mm-hmm. um, unless they're rude. And then a little kind, and then there's a there's a tough love that comes up. Well, and I, I I agree with that. Like I think it's it's important to kind of give everyone the benefit of the doubt and hope that they are doing their best and give them the benefit of the doubt that they're doing their best. But I agree, like there's a point you get to where you can be as kind and compassionate as you want, but the compassionate thing at some point is to be honest with that person and not. I don't ever think that honest has to be brutal. Sometimes, if it is brutal, agree, it's because it's something that they genuinely need to hear and don't want to or aren't ready to hear Mm. and at that point then there's really nothing you can do and they're kind of in their own bubble like you can only control your reactions you can't control other people's actions so but i i mean what why would you so upset with like how how did he turn it around or how did you turn it around with that i didn't that wasn't the time. Oh. It wasn't the time to turn around. But what I've noticed, at that point, he just needs you to listen. Yeah, the other like the other person, like it sounds like I jumped, but the other person, she, will uh, hate like rap music and hate this and hate that, whatever. And I'm telling you, like what I've noticed because my dad is dealing with dementia, and I, I, the more I look at it not dementia, the more he seems to be free on it. I mean, I'm just throwing that in there. Mm-hmm. But what I've noticed is that um, he forgot stuff he hates. <laughs> and he's still the person who he thinks he was before. He still has his personality. So That's kind of freeing. A lot of the time, well, I don't know about women, but what I've seen about men, they get in their ego, mm-hmm. right? And they're like, well, this is who I am, and this is how I am, and da 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 I would say right? women get in their emotions. Emotions, yeah. This person doesn't like that. me because of this, or I'm doing bad at this, or I'm lacking in this. I'd mm-hmm. say more than ego women get our emotions. Yeah, yeah. Men will get arrogant. and eh, like, I mean, I know I've messed stuff up just because, like, after, I'm like, why was I being such an ass? You know? Mm-hmm. It didn't have to be that way. But the things that he didn't like, who thought made up who he was, still, he's still the person he was. He doesn't even remember and so I, what I realized from that experience that I didn't have to dislike things anymore. I, I, if I didn't, don't like something, mm-hmm. I, I, I try to. Unless it's like like laying on a bit of nails at, at night. I might not try that, right? Oh, I'm going to sleep on this for eight hours. Just okay? kind of challenging your perception yeah. of why. So now I'm like, like oh, I don't like this, but well, maybe I'll try it. You know, I'll try to get myself to like it because it doesn't really matter. I'm still the person who I am, and it's opened up so much more mm-hmm. from that. That makes sense. Yeah. I do. I, I totally agree with that. And I think that's like one of the mindsets that I wish more people would adopt is just be a little more open to everything and like accepting something you don't like. Like I had a conversation with my girlfriend the other day and she was like, you know, you're always like uplifting. You always encourage me. And I was like, well, good. I'm so glad that that's how you feel because mm-hmm. that is 100% like how I try to show up for you. And you know, it's not my job to judge any of my friends' decisions. It's my job to that's be so there hard. for the that's people so who are there for me. But that's the thing is, like, I can't make – I can't correct their mistakes, and I also can't make their mistakes for them. They have to learn what they need to from them. I can just hold space for them wherever they're at and, 
you know, when everything falls apart, I can be there and pick them back up or, you know, hopefully it doesn't, like, hopefully it doesn't, whatever they mm. decide, like, I just try to be as encouraging as possible because I don't ever want my friends to feel like they can't tell me something because they're afraid that I'm going to judge them for it. Mm-hmm. Like that's the opposite of what I want. I want my friends to always know that they can come to me no matter what because I love them and I care about them. And I want to be, I, I just want to make sure that they know that they have a person that is like there, like always there for mm-hmm. them. And, the, and you're an Aries? Mm-hmm. No, I <laughs> uh, that might be part of us. Like I, I'm a Leo, and I in in that conversation, I noticed that for my friends, I am the leader. I if if, if we're gonna do something, it's not gonna happen unless I say let's let's get it all together, mm-hmm. right? Let's do it. And I like took a break from that last year because I'm like I'm so tired of chasing everyone. Are you coming? What's going on? Right? right? I mean, like, but they want to come when they show up. They're like, oh, I'm glad you got me here. Yeah. And nothing happened. So this year I picked it up. Like, okay, well, that's just how it is. But um, like the judging thing you were talking about, I judge less. Mm-hmm. I do judge less. But I notice like sometimes you, because you love them and you care about them, you don't want them to touch the burner mm-hmm. for themselves, right? No, wait, don't do that. I know it's gonna happen. Stop. Thought, you know. I mean, in those instances, I definitely just try and have a conversation with them, and you know, I was like, okay, like you know how much I care about you. I just want to make sure that you are going into this eyes wide open. Like, you've thought about these things, you've you know made decisions on these things. You know, you're not just kind of like putting on the blinders and walking in and mm-hmm. hoping for the best. And you know, I'm definitely never just gonna let my friends like walk into a forest fire. But at the same time. But not, they do. <laughs> but not everything occurs as a forest fire either. Yeah. It's just like dating the wrong guy or girl or doing this or doing that. It, it takes time. Mm-hmm. Like sometimes it, like, it'll show up three years later or five years later. Like I have a friend dating someone I know sh- they shouldn't be, and they were the that person's married, right? And there's yeah, there's multiple reasons, right? There's multiple more reasons. Okay. Oh, that one's right? so Yeah, I know. You're like, oh, it's like I slapped you. I'm going to go slap yeah, you. No. But I'm like, and I, I've said my piece about it, but it's like, okay, you're going to do it. What can I do? Right? I accept it. Yep, you just got to be there for like, okay. Um, so, tell us about why you want to be a Maxim cover group. Um, one, because I think it would be absolutely amazing. So, um, anyone who like, sees me on Instagram, I love to post pictures um and it's for me it's like really an art form like I just I think that you know when you can combine like the aesthetics and posing and like the background to just kind of create emotion in a picture or to create something that just like flows or is beautiful like for me it's really more fun so like being able to do that with Maxim like they obviously have oh (laughs) we obviously have like an incredible photographer, and they also have incredible people who have been on their covers. And so for me, it would really just be kind of um, an honor to be able to grace the cover of Maxim Magazine and to have been on the cover of magazine that so many incredible people have been on. Like, we didn't talk about, like, who? We didn't know some of the names? Um I mean, I mean a many, like a many actresses. I might yeah. have noticed more than you have. <laughs> Hot actresses have been on there. Like, it's something that they actually go after. 
Yeah, and I mean, also, honestly, the $25,000 prize that they're mm. offering. 25 grand, guys. 25000 so because graduate school is expensive, and I'm still paying for undergrad also. <laughs> so, oh, yeah. um, that was something that I was like, well, why not? Like, I... I feel like I have the right look to be on the cover of the magazine. And, oh, good, good. Um, so you're confident really about that? Very confident about that. Okay, good, good. <laughs> but what's the coolest thing about this whole experience is, is I've started reaching out individually, like personally reaching out to mm-hmm. people on my Facebook, people on my Instagram, like friends from college, people that I've reached triathlon with, um, just people that I've met throughout my life all over the world and asking for them to go on and vote for me. And the response has been so positive and people have been so encouraging and so supportive that if anything, that has been the coolest piece for me is to just kind of reconnect with people who, you know, I'm like, I remember I just messaged this girl that I went to high school with and I was like, Hey, do you remember we rode up on the bus from school to Utah state university and I had just gotten my wisdom <laughs> teeth out That's and was funny. in a ton of pain. So you and look at the name you, like, and you go, made oh, me I laugh. I do. And it's so cool. I'm like, Oh my gosh. Like I haven't thought about memories of this person in so long or like people that I raced with in Canada and people that I met in France and just like people that I met on my study abroad program in Germany. Mm. Like just, it's just it's so cool to realize like how many people you've met in your life and the fact that you made enough of an impact on them that asking a favor 12 years later for them to go and vote for you for a contest of a magazine, that they're willing to do that. Mm-hmm. Like that's been really, really cool for me and like really, really special that people are so willing to, to help me. So if anything, I think that's honestly been the, yeah, like the coolest part really about all cool. of this. Actually, that is really cool. I mean, like you asked me <laughs> to come on your show, like that's really cool. Like, you know, I just, yeah, it's been a really positive, like, uplifting experience, and I actually just got into third, which is really, really exciting. Nice. Uh, third place. Of my group, it's a very long, complicated process. Uh, so, people, oh, tell us, yeah, tell us so about the process. Was, so there's multiple, Can you speak up a little bit? A little louder. Sorry, I have a little voice. <laughs> so there's multiple groups. My adorable little grandma, Gigi, went in and counted somehow. She thinks there's about 27 different groups. So each of those groups started out with about 35 girls. Okay. And then it went down from 35 to 25, 25 to 15, 15 to 10, 10 to now we're into the top five. Top five. So I'm and third, 20, about 27. About 27. I'm not, I'm not about 27. This That's is based right. on 89-year-old Gigi's losing. Yeah, you don't have to be perfect. <laughs> for counting. Um, so I am third. I need to be first or second of the top five to make it on to the quarter and semifinals. Um, so third is awesome, because that means I'm a lot closer to second. Good. So top five will end, I think it's a day. I could look. Tomorrow. It's yeah, tomorrow. I think it's I remember, tomorrow. that's why we set this show up today. <laughs> so I gotta stay as close to one and two of the top five as possible, so that what happens is, first is first, you move on. Second is called a wild card, and then they take everyone, put you all into random groups, and then they reset all of the voting. So everyone starts out at zero again. Hmm. And so each time though, each time. No, no, no. So from the 35, from the top 35 girls, that's how many votes I've accumulated to stay in the top five. Okay. And everyone can vote for free daily. And then you can also donate votes. 
So they um, are paired with Wounded Warriors, Homes for Wounded Warriors. Um, and so any votes that you donate goes towards that foundation. What, what is Homes for Wounded Warriors? So it's just an organization that they help build homes for vets um, and people who have been hurt or disabled, wounded in combat, fighting for us. So it's a really good cause, the people that have purchased or donated votes. Um, That's great. It That's is. Great. It is really great. And I know so many people have been voting for me, and I'm so, so appreciative. Um, I, and I hope people keep using that free daily vote because I'm definitely not in a position <laughs> that I can ask people to buy votes for me, which a lot of people can't. A lot of people have been doing. Oh, that's nice. So, yeah, it's really, it's, it's nice that <clears throat> donating votes goes towards a good cause. Like, it's not mm -hmm. just, like, people giving money to Max and Magazine. Yeah, sure, sure, for sure. Like one man <laughs> flying here. Really small. You I think I got it. the other one. <laughs> oh, you did? Yeah. You got it? Good job. Well, I was writing yeah. everything down. Good <laughs> dad here. Um, so tell us a little bit about what you're doing right now. So currently, I am just kind of hanging out, um, you know, helping a couple people with nutrition, helping a couple people with training, and um, really just kind of chilling until I start law school this August. Well, you're doing personal training, right? Mm -hmm. you, and then through that, you do your nutrition, I'm sure, right? Mm -hmm. So I have, I have an athlete who's going to Kona. Um, he's going to be an Ironman, or he has been an Ironman, and he's going to Kona again in February. And then I have a couple clients that um, actually started working with me during quarantine. They kind of were feeling a little demotivated working out at home, and so I created home workouts based on the equipment that they had that would help keep them in shape and get them further along. Um, and then we've added in nutrition to that also, which has been really helpful. And then I have a couple people that I just write nutrition plans for them weekly. She just genuinely wants to be told what to eat. She's comfortable eating the same thing for a week, and then every Sunday I send her a new meal plan, and she can change it up the next week. And oh, perfect. It's centered around her macros, so we make sure she's under, she hits her protein, fat, and carbohydrate goals, and she's really great. Like, last Saturday, she's like, I'm going out to dinner, and I want to have a drink with my friends. Like, what can I cut out that day for a vodka soda? And so I'm able to, like, <laughs> mix, well, mix things around so for she's, her. She's on it, right? Like perfect. No, she's doing really great. And had, since we started working, um, since we started working together, she's already lost like five pounds in a couple of weeks, which is really good. As a personal trainer, I want people to lose weight at approximately one to two pounds per week because that's the most sustainable for long-term mm -hmm. results. That makes sense. <laughs> Anyone who loses it faster than that, that's great. I'm proud of you. Good for you. But it's just a little bit harder for your body and your metabolism to stabilize and normalize and to keep. Yeah, I know. Keep up. Yeah, I usually when I'm when I, I coach people too, when I do that, I usually uh, have them. I look at what they're eating, mm -hmm. and for me anyway, what I try to do is uh, adjust. They they report to me how they what they did eat, mm -hmm. and then we adjust their diet over time because I don't want them if they're doing like. Uh, yeah, five diet cokes a day, yeah, which I've had. You can't take someone and be like, okay, now you have a green smoothie so, yeah. every single time. Right? <laughs> yeah, exactly. It has and to be like, sustainable. Oh, exactly, right? Yeah. And so. Once I do that, over a few months, they stay there. Mm -hmm. you know? And yeah, you do. And like, then I lose the client. You right? talk about, well, oh, that's not, you do. Helps, you yeah. want to. If you're yeah. you're a bad coach, if you don't lose your client. If you don't teach them how to fish, 
you're a bad coach. That's good. See, she's a good coach, guys. <laughs> and where can they, if they want, were interested in working with you or checking it out, how would they reach you? Um, coach Zara, so C-O-A-C-H-Z-A-R-A at Gmail is the easiest email for me to reach, and that's usually with people. Um, I think it's also on my Instagram, but that's the email that I usually have people reach out to me. And we have your uh, your website, Zara. Can you pronounce your name again? LaraGennard.com. Yeah, that website really needs updated. It does, but it's okay. Mine does too. I have like two or three, and they need they all need yeah. updated. Because I, mean, I, I, just, I just looked at it, right? I'm like, oh, she needs to update some stuff. Yeah. It's okay. Like, I was like, it's okay. I have to update I stuff. I think the it's pictures on there are from, from a photo shoot I did with Roca and Nils Nelson, who's an amazing photographer, and I've known him since I started doing triathlon in like 2012. Like, it's been so great because like we've been friends through like his engagement and his marriage, and he has two little babies. And he's just like such a great guy. But he did those photos in Southern Utah in 2016. They're a little old. <laughs> no, that's all right. I mean, I wasn't even thinking that. I was thinking about the information. That's all old. Yeah. I'll do this update. But I've got that too. We all do. We probably all do. It's hard to stay up on them, you know, mm-hmm. especially when you're up to a lot of things. <clears throat> so why? What is your why for being a maximum cover girl? Like, what is it like? If if you were to talk to people here right now, why would you say they should vote for you and help you move forward? What will you do with it? And remember I, what I was telling you yeah. about the kindness and compassion, because I, from what I know of you. You're not just going to be, oh, I got it, and that's it. You're going to do something with it. Yeah, so as a person, I try to live pretty intentionally. And with Maximum Cover Girl, um, it would just help me to further my platform. So, like, one thing I really try to do is I really try to walk my walk and talk my talk. So um, with all my relationships, with how I act in everyday life, like, I really try to live a life that's healthy, positive, Uh, motivational, inspiring, you know, when I get messages from people telling me that I'm an inspiration to them or I motivate them to get up and work out because I'm so consistent with what I do, like, that is the ultimate for me. Like, that is why I get up every day and, and, you know, not just because it makes me feel good and makes me feel like my best self, but if I can help encourage people to be their best selves. And so being the maximum cover girl would just give me an even bigger platform Mm -hmm. to really help people feel supported and encouraged so one of my biggest things with being a coach is I call myself a professional hype girl or like your professional cheerleader so I really want people to feel like they have someone who's always there just for them like just to encourage them so with all my athletes with all my clients like I am 100% in it for them like you have spouses you have friends you have people that you really care about and care about you and want you to do well but they have all their own stuff going on And so, like, my job is to just be there for you. Like, when you reach out to me, I'm not expecting you to ask how my day went or ask, like, what's going on in my life. Like, my job is to support you as a person. And I think there's so many people out there that really, really need that and need to know that they're not alone and what they're doing is enough and that they are a good person. And it's okay if they're having a bad day and they can keep trying tomorrow. So that's kind of, like, what I want is just a bigger platform to help uplift other people. Cool. Well, that's pretty awesome. Thanks. That's a, yeah, that was good. That was a good reason. Thank you guys for listening and watching the Ultra Perform Show, the show about performing your best in business and life. 
And thank you, Zara, for being on our show today. Thank Good you. luck with your Maxim Cover Girl thank adventure you. and everything else. You can also check out our products at theultaperform.com where we have lots of great supplements you can check out. I'd like to thank Phoenix for this beautiful artwork in the house. And we have like 10 pieces here. If you're interested in buying any, you can catch Phoenix Hammerstorm or myself and you can come and take a look at these beautiful paintings. You haven't really seen them all, but they're pretty I know. Cool. This one's really neat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I forget the name. I like the colors in it. He gave me a list of the names, and I forgot to put them on you there. You need a little plaque. Next I know. Time. He gave me a list. I was supposed to put a plaque, and I'm like, oh, which one goes here? Which one goes there? But anyway, you can check it out. Keep your eyes and ears open for our show. You can ask Alaska, Alexa, Alexa, Alexa for the Perform show. You can Google it. It's on many different platforms, such as iTunes, iHeart, Blog Talk Radio, and many others, Facebook, Instagram. Thank you guys for watching and listening to the Ultraform Show. See ya. See you guys.